Chickadees, today I'm going to continue telling you the story of what Christ taught in his famous talk we call the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus continued teaching his disciples. He said, Don't worship Heavenly Father in a loud or flashy way in front of other people. You don't need other people to see you worshiping. There are some people in this world and in the synagogues who would blow a trumpet before worshiping God so that everyone will look at them and notice what they're doing. They aren't worshiping God because they love him and want his attention. They're worshiping God because they want other people to notice that they worship God and will think better of them. Don't do this. Instead, do good and worship God in secret and very quietly, and he will reward thee in secret and in the open before other people. Now, when you pray, it's good to pray in secret and quiet and in reverent places, and Heavenly Father will hear you and bless you openly. When you pray, try not to say the same things over and over without meaning it. It's okay to say similar things each time you pray, but if your heart isn't in your words, and if you don't mean what you're saying or asking, then all you'll be doing is just speaking a lot and not really praying with honesty and meaning. You must remember that Heavenly Father knows everything that you need before you even ask Him. So when you pray, try to pray about things that you really do mean, for He listens. Now, I'm going to teach you the correct way to pray. Jesus then said the following prayer out loud to teach his disciples how they should pray. He said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed means sacred or sanctified. He continued, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And please help us not to be led into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the heavenly kingdom and power and glory is yours forever. Amen. Christ then explained what he said in his prayer about the debts. He taught, If you forgive other people their trespasses, or for the mistakes they make, or bad things they do to you, then Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other people for these things, then Heavenly Father will not forgive you. Christ's prayer reminds me of a song I learned about prayer when I was little, and maybe you learned it too. It goes like this. I kneel to 
to pray every day and thank my heavenly Father. He hears and answers me when I pray in faith. I begin by saying, Dear Heavenly Father, then thank Him for blessings He sends. Then humbly I ask Him for things that I need in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ continued teaching his disciples, When you fast or go without food and water to help out the poor and gain power from heaven, don't be like a hypocrite who acts so sad and makes sad faces to let other people know that he's fasting. You shouldn't fast so that other people see you and think you're a righteous person. You should fast in secret for Heavenly Father, and He will know that you're fasting and will bless you openly. Now, you must decide what treasure is more important to you, earthly physical treasure or heavenly spiritual treasure. The treasures here on earth will grow old and be ruined and can be stolen or broken, but heavenly treasures The ones you hold in your heart can never be destroyed or broken or stolen. Wherever your treasure is, your heart will be there too. Your eyes are like the light of your bodies. If your eyes are singled or focused on God's glory, then your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are evil and only focused on evil things, then your whole body will be full of darkness and your spirit will be so dark. It's impossible to serve both Heavenly Father and Satan at the same time since you'll either love one of them and hate the other one or you'll follow one of them and despise or dislike the other one. So you must decide which one you will follow. You must decide if you want your eyes to be full of light or darkness. Christ then asked his disciples to go be missionaries and not to worry about those in the world who would hate them or kick them out of their churches. He told them to just keep going from house to house, teaching the people and Heavenly Father would take care of them. He would provide them with food and shelter and clothing. Christ said, Look at the birds in the sky. They don't work to plant seeds or harvest food or store it in barns, but Heavenly Father still feeds them each day. Don't you think that Heavenly Father would take even better care of you? Can you make yourself taller just by thinking about it? No, don't worry about things that you can't change. Why are you worried about what you wear? Think about the beautiful flowers called lilies in the fields. They grow without any trouble, and they're even more beautiful than old King Solomon's beautiful clothes. Now, ask yourself this. If God can make the grass beautiful by placing lilies there, even though they don't last for a very long time, 
So don't you think that Heavenly Father will provide for you if you have faith? Don't worry about the things of this world, the things that you can touch and wear and eat. Also, try not to worry about what is going to happen tomorrow. Rather, focus on what you can do to help Heavenly Father spread His truth and His kingdom on this earth. And try to focus on today and the very moment that you're in. And in turn, Heavenly Father will bless you with everything you need if you trust Him and act in faith. Jesus continued teaching his disciples, and he taught them that they shouldn't make wrong judgments or think that evil is good or that good is evil just so that the world will think they're good people. Instead, he taught them to be careful and judge righteously, to see good as good and evil as evil, and to treat it as such. Do you remember that in the story I told last week, Christ taught his disciples about the beam and the moat or sliver of wood in people's eyes and that it's important to take the huge beam of wood out of your own eye before trying to help your brother get the small sliver of wood out of his own eye? Well, Christ was talking about beams and moats of wood to help his disciples learn about sins and making mistakes. If you go around making huge mistakes and sinning by doing very evil things, then do you think that it makes sense to try and help someone else repent of their tiny sins that aren't as big and painful as your own? No, it doesn't make sense. And Jesus taught his disciples that the scribes and Pharisees and the priests and the Levites who worked in their temple and churches at the time were like the people walking around with a huge beams of wood sticking out of their eyes. He said, These men teach in our synagogues, but they don't live the way that they teach others to live, so they are hypocrites. Hypocrites are people who teach one thing, but then live their lives in a completely different way from what they teach. It's like trying to teach your friend not to hit their little siblings, but then when you get home, you hit your own little siblings. It's not right. So Jesus asked his disciples to go talk to the Pharisees and say, Hey, why do you teach these Israelites the laws of Moses and God's commandments, but then you don't live them yourselves? Then tell them, You are hypocrites. First, you have to get the beam out of your own eye so that you can see more clearly before helping your brother get the moat out of his own eye. Christ also asked his disciples to go and teach the Israelites about repentance. He said that they should keep the more sacred teachings and higher knowledge of the Lord to themselves in case other wicked people, who he called dogs and pigs, would try to tear them down and fight them and make fun of them for what they were trying to teach. He said, Go and teach them to ask Heavenly Father for what they want and need, and Heavenly Father will give it to them. If they seek for knowledge from Him, they will find it. If they knock at the doors of heaven by being faithful, then Heavenly Father will open the door of revelation to them. And His disciples said, Wait! But the Israelites will say, Oh, we are already righteous enough, and we already know everything we need to know. We don't need more knowledge from God. He did indeed hear some of his prophets, like Moses, and he talked to them. 
But he won't need to talk to us because we already have the law of Moses. And we don't need any more rules or commandments or teachings or revelation in order to be saved. And Jesus replied, Hmm, well, ask them these questions. If you had a kid and your kid was hungry and your kid knocked on your door and said, Dad or Mom, I'm hungry. Can I come eat dinner with you? What would you do? Wouldn't you let your kid inside to have dinner with you and tell him that he can eat all the food you have? Or if your son asked you for bread to eat, would you give him a rock to eat? Or if your daughter asked you for fish to eat, would you give her a snake instead? Of course not. Jesus then continued, So, go and ask the Israelites, Since you are wicked and you still know how to give your children good gifts, then what kind of gifts do you think your perfect Heavenly Father will give you if you ask Him? Christ told His disciples to enter onto the covenant path back to Heavenly Father by entering what He called the straight gate or the narrow or hidden gate. He said that the gate that leads to hell or destruction is really wide and broad, just like the gates that led into the cities were back in their time. He said that the gate that leads to hell or destruction is really wide and broad, and many people enter there because it's really easy to find. But the way to heaven is narrow and difficult to find sometimes, and not a lot of people find it. Christ taught the disciples to watch out for men and women who act like prophets and appear like sweet little sheep when they're really false prophets who lie and are like fierce wolves in disguise. Remember how we discussed in last week's story that you can tell if a person is good or evil by their fruits or by the way that they talk and behave? Well, you can tell a false a false prophet from a true one by the same way, by looking at their fruits or their teachings and the way they live their lives. Now, Jesus then taught that the day was soon coming when all men and women would meet him to be judged of him, and he would declare whether or not they were good or evil. He said that a lot of people will come to him and say, Oh Lord, haven't I done and said many wonderful things in your name? And then Christ would say, Wait a minute, you never knew me. You just pretended to, and you did evil things, and you wanted people to think good things about you, but that wasn't the case. So leave me alone. You cannot be where I am. Christ then shared the parable of the wise men and the foolish man, which is the story I told last week. If you want to see a cute video of my own kids performing the song, then check out my Instagram account, and you can find it at at Sword of Truth Stories. Maybe you could learn the song and sing it and do the actions with your families this week, and remember to be a wise person and to hear and do the things Jesus asks you to do. It's important to build our foundation on the rock of Jesus Christ. Well, that's all the story that I have for you today. Until next week, have a wonderful time. Bye, little chickens.